3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Killawan. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I am doing a little experiment this week. This week is CES, that's a consumer electronics show, and lots of things are announced at CES. A lot of technology stuff is announced at CES, and some of the things that we talk about on this show are announced at CES. So I thought rather than, you know, doing one enormous Friday show, I would do, you know, three. Manageable Wednesday, Thursday, Friday shows. And that way, you know, you get the news and it's update up to date. Um, and then, you know, they're in bite size, manageable pieces. So let's go ahead and jump into the news here. Hyundai delivered 153 Ionic 5s in December of 2021. So that's pretty cool. I'd imagine that they're. Q1 2022 deliveries will be quite a bit higher than 153, but still they, they managed to deliver some of the vehicles before the end of 2021. So congratulations to the Hyundai team. You can now configure a Ford F-150 Lightning. Now there's a lot of different configurations and I'm not going to go over all of that stuff, but I am going to just kind of run down the things that I thought were interesting and I'm going to I'm going to break this down into the packages. So you have the Pro, which will cost you 39,974 and this is all before incentives. And I should say on all of the packages, like you have different upgrades. The only paint upgrade that actually costs you money is red and that's about $500. The other paint colors are included in the price, which is nice cuz Tesla charges extra for each paint color that's not white, which is all of them. There is no option to upgrade the battery in the pro version of the F-150 Lightning. So you'll get 230 miles estimated range. Tow packages are reasonably priced and there's a bunch of other options that we're not going to talk about here. And then you have the XLT. So that'll be $52,974 unless you want the extended range battery. So if you want the extended range battery, that is going to cost you an extra $19,500. So the total for the XLT package with the extended range battery, not all, not any of the other add-ons like you know the the paint and the tow packages and things like that. Just the the vehicle with the extended range battery will cost you seventy two thousand four hundred seventy four dollars, nearly twenty thousand dollars more. Now, if you go to the Lariat version of the vehicle, that base price is sixty seven thousand four hundred seventy four. And keep in mind, like at that price. You you only get about 230 to 250 miles at $67,000. But if you spend an extra $10,000, you get that extended range battery, which bumps you up to 300 miles. And that's for the XLT and the Lariat. The extended range battery gets you that 300 miles. And that'll cost you a grand total with the extended range battery of 77,474. So... <laughs> It's a, it's a pretty spendy truck there, not outside the normal for a truck, but still pretty spendy. And then the Platinum and the Platinum comes with a bunch of cool options that you don't get in the other packages, which includes the extended range battery. And that's going to cost you $90,874 on January 6th. You can actually order this vehicle on Ford's website and I would highly suggest if you're interested in this vehicle to go check it out because there are so many cool options that you can you can scroll through and you can kind of customize it to match what you need, which I think is, you know, awesome. All right, let's jump into our Tesla news. And this is kind of a, a cross between the Tesla news and the regular EV news. Nikola has dropped their lawsuit against Tesla over the Tesla semi-design, and I'm going to guess that Nikola's running out of money and it costs too much to fight. And they probably figured we're not going to win anyway. So the lawsuit's over and we can all move on as a big happy EV family. Uh, Tesla has removed any mention of the 2022 production date from the Cybertruck webpage. I wouldn't read too much into this, but I would read a little into it. I'm just saying there should be a Cybertruck in my garage right now, but there's not one. There's not a Cybertruck in my garage. All right. Uh, Let's see here. I had some other Tesla news. Let me find it. This This one's interesting. Tesla has received some criticism for opening up a showroom in the Xinjiang region of China. Hopefully I said that right. Critics are saying that Tesla and Elon are supporting genocide by opening the store in this region. The reason for the criticism is this is the region... Where the ethnic group, the Uyghurs are from, they're an ethnic minority in that region and in China. And um, they tend to be Muslims, but all, not all Uyghurs are Muslims, from what I understand. So, anyway, uh, what, ta- what China is doing is they are putting these people into internment camps. And allegedly, they're in internment camps for, you know, re-education uh, there's alleged forced labor, sterilization, sexual abuse, torture, and genocide. So these are pretty serious allegations, and it's not just like one group that's saying that this is happening. The United States, uh, I believe Norway, and a, and a bunch of other countries have said that this is happening. They've condemned China for doing it. Human rights uh, groups have said that this is happening, and they have condemned it, uh, obviously. So... um, Yeah, it's a bad situation all around. But here's kind of my stance on this. Um, If you have a problem with Tesla having a presence in the Xinjiang region, but you don't have a problem with Tesla having a presence in China, then you're a hypocrite. The government of China is allegedly perpetrating these atrocities. So you should have an issue with Tesla having anything to do with China at all. Period. Now, it's okay to be a hypocrite because I'm a hypocrite. And if you don't think you're a hypocrite, then you're a hypocrite for sure because we all are. We all have uh, strong beliefs. And then we have that one thing that we can talk ourselves into that goes against those strong beliefs. Um, my personal opinion, and I don't share a lot of my like deep personal opinions about stuff on this show but my personal opinion on this is that I would like uh, the businesses that I support by, you know, buying their products, not have anything to do with China based solely on China's record for human rights. Having said that, um, I still buy things uh, from companies that have things to do in China, like, you know, Apple and pretty much every piece of electronic that I have in my house. I try to pick companies that have, you know, responsible labor practices and, you know, treat humans as humans, but I'm sure that I have stuff in my house that, like a, a plug or something in my house, that is is doesn't um, meet those expectations that I have for the companies that I buy products from, uh, which makes me hypocrite. And I also understand and recognize that these companies, being in app, being in China, like Apple and Tesla and Dell and all these other companies that operate in China that these companies provide jobs to uh, a bunch of people who may otherwise you know, fall below that poverty line. So by these companies giving these folks jobs, they're able to live a better life. And that's a gross oversimplification because there's, you know, working conditions and time off and wages and just how they're treated in the factory. There's all of that stuff, uh, you know, is is beyond what this show talks about for sure. So I'm not going to go into it, but just so you know, I'm I'm a hypocrite. But I do try to be a responsible hypocrite. All right, let's move off that very heavy topic and get into GM's CES announcements in which they unveil the Silverado. First up we're going to listen to the opening remarks. Before we get to that, I do want I do have a couple of things to say. First, it's a bit irritating that legacy automakers, not all of them, but some legacy automakers keep saying that they're leading the charge to an electric future. And don't get me wrong, I am thrilled that these folks are building electric vehicles. I think that is fantastic. But GM only delivered 26 fully electric EVs in Q4 2021 because the Chevy Bolt is on pause because of fires and stuff like that. And out of those 26, only one was a GMC Hummer EV. Which, you know, great. I'm, I'm really happy that they were able to deliver that vehicle. But you're not leading the charge. At best, if you want to put a positive spin on it, you're beginning your journey, but you're not leading the revolution. So let's go ahead and listen to the opening statements.
0: Hello and Happy New Year to everyone joining us today. Obviously, I'm not on stage at CES in Las Vegas. I'm actually on the stage of the historic Fox Theater in Detroit. While the venue has changed, our message and our pursuit of sustainability and climate equity remain every bit as vital. That's what drives the passion and energy at General Motors as we lead one of the most profound transformations of any industry. GM is redefining how people and goods are moved. Our commitment to a vision of a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion has become a movement and has positioned us ahead of much of the competition. As we implement our growth strategy, we have an opportunity and, frankly, a responsibility to create a better future for generations to come. Visionary investments made over the past decade in electrification, software-enabled services, and autonomous driving have enabled GM to transform from automaker to platform innovator, one with the vision, the people, and the technology to change the world. We are creating world-class technology solutions and services that will change the way people move, along with new fleet solutions and entirely new business models. Our stated goals begin with becoming carbon neutral as a company by 2040. To help us meet that goal, we are on track to invest $35 billion in electric and autonomous vehicles by 2025 powering our plans to launch more than 30 electric vehicles globally over that same time frame, including options for every price point and lifestyle. As previously announced, our plan is to have all new light-duty vehicles be electric by 2035. And today I'm pleased to announce that we'll introduce all electric heavy-duty vehicles on that same timetable. These all-electric HD trucks will be engineered to deliver effortless heavy-duty hauling and towing while offering customers amazing new features and a range needed to get the toughest jobs done. We plan to convert more than 50% of our manufacturing footprint in North America and China to EV production by 2030. The Ultium transformation has already happened at Factory Zero in Detroit and is underway in Spring Hill, Tennessee. To meet the demands for batteries, we believe that we have one of the most vertically integrated supply chains for battery production in the industry. Two of our battery plants are already under construction today in Ohio and Tennessee. And two more U.S.-based plants are also being planned as we build the scale that will enable us to lower the cost of EVs to make them accessible to everyone. 100% renewable energy will power all of our U.S. facilities by 2025 and globally by 2035. We're also taking strategic steps to simplify and strengthen our semiconductor supply chain for the long term in partnering with leading semiconductor manufacturers. These actions on semiconductors and our new battery plants are all part of a broader initiative to build a more secure EV supply chain. At the same time, we are investing nearly three quarters of a billion dollars through 2025 to expand access to EV charging in the U.S. and Canada. And because our vision is about people, we allocated $25 to climate equity to help ensure that people and communities most affected by climate change are not left behind. Our commitment to ESG, environmental, social, and governance is foundational to our strategy, and the opportunity is massive. One year ago at CES, we launched our Everybody In campaign, inspired to use our technology and scale to take everybody on the journey to a more equitable, safer, all-electric future. A mission that includes developing products other companies will use to help them meet their own sustainability goals. To get there, we made a crucial decision to invest in a dedicated all-electric vehicle platform that has scale and flexibility, that's designed to provide GM's EV customers with longer range, faster charging times, at lower cost, while providing our designers and engineers with the kind of freedom to create vehicles they previously could only dream about. And that's Altium a revolutionary vehicle platform that can be used to make EVs ranging from compact crossovers to trucks to sports cars. Altium features a combination of groundbreaking battery architecture, electric propulsion systems, and a common high-energy chemistry-agnostic battery cell that will power an entire range of next-generation electric vehicles. The same hardware platform that created a super truck like the GMC Hummer EV We'll also create the stunning Cadillac Lyric and soon higher volume entries across the globe, across the spectrum of GM brands that gets us even closer to our vision of a zero emission and carbon neutral future. But Ultium's flexibility extends beyond cars, trucks and crossovers, even beyond automotive. We recently announced a collaboration to develop and commercialize Altium battery technology and HydroTech fuel cell systems for WabTech locomotives, combining the technologies to help pave the way for zero emissions rail transportation. Progress is being made, and this is just the beginning. We also have an agreement with Liebherb Aerospace in France to develop HydroTech technology along with GM supplied controls and software to explore the potential use of the technology as auxiliary power for future aircraft, demonstrating one of the many ways our zero emissions technology can be applied beyond surface transportation. Through our most recent deal with Pure Watercraft, we'll be co-developing and commercializing battery electric watercraft to help accelerate the boating industry's transition to electrification. Where Ultium is the hardware platform, Ultify is the end-to-end software platform that enables frequent and seamless delivery of software-defined features, services, and ownership experiences. Ultify is made possible by the investments we made in GM's vehicle intelligence platform, which we began rolling out in 2019 and is now on seven vehicles, unlocking the ability to scale new software and services rapidly, seamlessly, and securely. It will allow customers to update their vehicle's software and download new content over the air. They can even upgrade their vehicle driving dynamics. For example, the technology is capable of allowing drivers to download a software calibration to boost the vehicle's acceleration. This over-the-air capability marks the transition from software-enabled vehicles to software-defined vehicles.
3: All right, I'm going to jump in here real quick. First, I love that they're putting $35 billion into EVs, that is quite a large investment. Thirty-five new EVs at all different affordability levels. I think that is fantastic. We need to have more EVs or any EVs for that matter in the twenty to thirty thousand dollar range. And I think it would be fantastic if we could get an EV in the fifteen to twenty thousand dollar range. But I don't know if that's possible. I like what they're doing with the Ultium platform. They seem to have you know, uh, really good partnerships with other companies. So it's not just for, you know, this type of EV. It's not just for a crossover EV. It can range from a small compact car all the way up to a freight train. That's pretty cool. And then the Ultify, uh, honestly, that's just software updates. And there's nothing new there. There's nothing that interesting that other companies aren't doing. So I skipped over a lot of the Ultify Uh, portion of the presentation because I didn't think it was all that interesting and we don't really learn anything new. So if you're interested, just go to YouTube and you can watch the presentation there. Now, they did talk about a partner that they have called BrightDrop. And what BrightDrop is, is an EV delivery truck. So think of the delivery trucks that Rivian is building or that FedEx and and UPS use and Amazon use. It's those type of trucks but they're powered by electricity instead of fossil fuels. In the presentation, they highlighted two companies that are working with BrightDrop for this delivery. The first is FedEx, and obviously that's pretty much a no-brainer, right? And then next is Walmart, and Walmart is expanding their home delivery, so that also makes a lot of sense. So I'm gonna play the the portion of the presentation where the FedEx CEO was talking about what a great partnership it is with BrightDrop and GM. Uh, I'm going to play it for two reasons. One, I think there's a lot of really good information. And the second reason is the way this guy talks, it sounds like there's a team of lawyers standing on the other side of the camera off frame. And you know what? I'm going to tell you what I was thinking while I was watching this. Have you ever uh, seen the movie The Warriors or The Outsiders? Like those 1970s, late 1970s movies about gangs. And they just have this very specific style. So what I am picturing is all of these (laughs) lawyers You know, in leather. Some of them have like no sleeves on their shirts. Some of them don't have a shirt on, but they have the vest. I'm just pick, and they all have bandanas and tattoos and stuff. And they've got you know uh, brass knuckles and switchblades and all the all the stuff. I'm imagining the lawyers looking very intimidating, but in a in an intimidating way, like West Side Story. And if the FedEx CEO says something that he's not supposed to, he's not going to get beat up or killed or anything. But there is going to be a very awkward dance fight. And it's going to be, it's just going to be awkward for everybody involved. So this guy stays on message. So I want you to listen and just kind of keep it, you know, keep that in the back of your head. Like the lawyers are, they're like snapping and uh, they're, they're looking really tough. So let's, let's listen. I should probably cut this part out.
1: Thank you, Travis. And hello from the FedEx world headquarters in Memphis, Tennessee. Together, we are truly transforming transportation. FedEx and BrightDrop have made stunning progress together in the span of just one year. Last year at CES, we announced that FedEx would purchase the first EV600 cargo trucks for our fleet. Well, I'm happy to report we recently received the first five EV600s in Englewood, California, an important step towards meeting our milestones, and we are very, very pleased with them. Last year, we also announced that we were conducting a limited pilot in New York City with Bright Drop's electric container, the EP-1. We found that it helped us increase our delivery efficiency by 15% and cut curbside dwell time in half, all while reducing physical strain on our couriers. We plan to expand testing of the EP-1 into 10 markets beginning this year. Last March, we also announced our goal of achieving carbon-neutral operations by 2040, an ambitious goal considering the vast size of our global transportation networks. Across FedEx worldwide, we envision adding over 200,000 medium-sized electric pickup and delivery vehicles as we march toward our 2040 goal. Electrifying our pickup and delivery vehicle fleet is a critical component and makes sense from a service and financial standpoint. It translates to more reliable service for our customers, better returns for our shareholders, and stewardship of the environment. A win-win-win. This is where now meets next for FedEx. By 2025, we're planning for 50% of FedEx Express global pickup and delivery vehicle purchases to be electric, rising to 100% of all purchases by 2030. We have what we call a Goldilocks vehicle sizing strategy. Small, medium, and large vehicles, and specific operational uses for each. BrightDrop's current commercial EV portfolio, with the EV410 and the EV600, can cover the small and medium-sized needs for FedEx. This lineup would meet about two-thirds of our total pickup and delivery EV fleet demand, so roughly 120 to 130,000 vehicles. We've also talked to BrightDrop about the remaining one-third, which would require a larger vehicle with cargo space in excess of a 1,000 cubic feet, and hope to work with them on that as well. The bottom line, though, is this. We are going to need to add a lot of commercial vehicles before 2040, infrastructure willing, of course. Towards that end, we've added to our initial agreement with Bright Drop to secure priority for production of up to 2,000 additional EVs over the next few years. And we continue to work with Bright Drop on a longer-term agreement to reserve production of many more EVs, Up to 20,000 to be delivered in the years to follow, subject to further negotiations and execution of a definitive purchase agreement. I am thrilled to be part of today's event, further demonstrating our commitment to electrifying our pickup and delivery fleet and meeting our sustainability goals. We will continue to meet the world's increasing trade and transportation needs with innovative technology companies like GM and Bright Drop in environmentally sustainable ways for our communities. All right. Right before we get to
3: the, the, um, the Silverado announcement, I, I just want to highlight my very favorite part of this clip, and here it is.
1: Towards that end, we've added to our initial agreement with BrightDrop to secure priority for production of up to 2,000 additional EVs over the next few years. And we continue to work with BrightDrop on a longer-term agreement to reserve production of many more EVs. Up to 20,000 to be delivered in the years to follow, subject to further negotiations and execution of a definitive purchase agreement.
3: Subject to further negotiations and something about a definitive purchase agreement. (laughs) That, That is a lot of confidence that you're going to be partnering with this company in the future. He said sarcastically. All right, there's no point in delaying this any further. Let's go ahead and jump into the Chevy Silverado reveal. Super excited.
0: The Chevrolet Silverado EV will harness the best of the Ultium platform and Silverado's proven credentials as the brand's best-selling nameplate. It will offer a revolutionary mix of capability, performance, safety, flexibility, and design that catapults this electric truck for both fleet and retail customers into a category of its own, while offering a GM-estimated range of at least 400 miles on a full charge. I'd like to introduce the chief engineer of the Chevrolet Silverado EV, Nicole Kratz, along with Ryan Vaughn, Silverado EV design
2: director, who will tell us more. The Silverado EV doesn't just set the standard for all electric pickups. It sets the bar for traditional truck capability and completely reimagines what a truck can be. We will offer several variants of the Silverado EV, starting with a work truck and a higher end RST model in late 2023. Our clean slate approach allowed us to create a new body architecture, which efficiently leverages the available 24 module Altium battery pack as part of the fundamental structure, which enables our impressive range. This structural design integrates the capabilities Silverado customers have come to expect from a full-size pickup in terms of strength, durability, and performance, while also providing a more comfortable, confident ride both on and off-road. Offering a GM estimated range of 400 miles on a full charge on both work truck and RST models, Silverado EV customers get all they can expect from a Chevy truck and so much more. And standard DC fast charging capabilities of up to 350 kilowatts enable the Silverado EV to add approximately 100 miles of range in only 10 minutes on public DC fast chargers. Two motors deliver power to the available 24-inch wheels on RST, improving vehicle responsiveness and control the power is impressive and immediate. At the push of a button on the RST, wide open Watts mode delivers at least 664 horsepower and an impressive 780 foot-pounds of torque at the driver's disposal, boasting a GM estimated zero to 60 time of under four and a half seconds. The chassis is designed with independent rear suspension. Add to that automatic adaptive air suspension and the Silverado EV can raise and lower up to nearly two inches in each direction. Four-wheel steering offers a tighter turning radius at low speeds and improved handling and stability at higher speeds, including great trailering dynamics. The RST model offers up to 10,000 pounds of towing capability and 1,300 pounds of payload. When it comes to power in the Silverado EV, we went above and beyond traditional truck performance. When combined with the available accessory power bar, the power-based charging system offers up to 10 outlets to provide a total of 10.2 kilowatts of all-electric power available for your campsite, job site, and even your home. The Silverado EV is capable of charging another EV using the available accessory charge cord. The possibilities are truly endless, and we can't forget available supercruise with trailering, the industry's first true hands-free driver assistance technology for compatible roads. Last, but certainly not least, the Silverado EV will offer a comprehensive suite of standard and available safety features. Together, these technologies give drivers more confidence behind the wheel.
4: Our goal as a design team was to leverage the flexibility of the Ultium platform to deliver a truck that conveys capability and athletic performance. The front end design is sculpted to efficiently direct air down the body side, significantly reducing drag and turbulence. The Silverado EV work truck is estimated to have one of the lowest drag coefficients of any available production full-size pickup truck, which helps enable our impressive available range. The LTM platform allows us to imagine new storage and utility possibilities that come with an entirely new EV-centric design. Silverado's e-trunk, a lockable, weatherproof compartment in the front of the vehicle, provides enough space for a large suitcase and has a multitude of accessory options based on the unique needs of the customer. The storage capacity of the 5-foot, 11-inch bed is maximized thanks to an innovative, available multi-flex mid-gate which provides just over nine feet of storage between the cab and the tailgate when open. A forty-sixty second row split offers four configurations that create the ability to haul gear or equipment while still accommodating a passenger in the second row. An optional tonneau cover adds lockable weatherproof storage to keep cargo protected from the elements. When you add in the available multi-flex tailgate with six functional positions, There's up to 10 feet, 10 inches of load floor and storage capability. Inside, we integrated significant first-row storage on both the work truck and RST trims. These solutions are flexible, enabling customers to use the space in a way that best meets their needs. For example, the RST's modular console features a capacity of just over 7 gallons. This means a lunch cooler can easily fit inside with room to spare. That's in the center console, sitting right between the driver and passenger. We took advantage of the Ultium architecture to shorten the front overhang for enhanced forward down vision and pushed the rear seats rearward, giving us spacious second-row legroom. Passengers well over six feet tall will be comfortable, and they won't have to figure out where to put their feet around the tracks of the seat in front of them. And the RST's fixed glass roof offers expansive visibility, increased headroom, and an enhanced experience of spaciousness for both front and rear passengers. The Silverado EV is packed with the latest technology, which engages customers even before they get behind the wheel. When a customer approaches the truck with an enabled cell phone or key fob, the Silverado EV RST greets them with a unique exterior lighting animation. The driver focused screens present information in a customizable and intuitive format. Upon entering the vehicle, a 3D animation appears on the massive standard 17 inch diagonal freeform LCD infotainment screen, which is paired with a neighboring eleven inch diagonal driver instrument display. Together with the driver heads up display, with a field of view of over 14 inches, a driver can't ask for more information at their disposal. With new hands-free start, the vehicle turns on automatically after the customer enters with an enabled device, leaving hands-free to buckle up and get on the road. The Silverado EV will be the first Chevrolet vehicle to feature Ultify, giving drivers the opportunity to evolve their vehicles over time, both enhancing the vehicle capabilities and accessing cloud services in the most flexible and fastest way possible.
2: We're on a relentless pursuit to offer a truck for every customer. And the possibilities expand as we move into an all-electric future. It's our mission to offer solutions to other companies with sustainable transportation goals. And the Silverado EV is a critical driver of that change. The work truck trim will offer substantial capability, up to 510 horsepower and 615 foot-pounds of torque. 8,000 pounds of towing capability, and 1,200 pounds of payload. After initial launch, we will introduce a model with a max tow of 20,000 pounds. There are also nearly endless options to accessorize the work truck, as dictated by our customers' unique business needs. And a robust software system gives fleet owners the tools they need to effectively manage their EV fleet including features that help regulate charging grid usage and more we will launch our fleet model first offering a gm estimated range of over 400 miles on a full charge we just gave you a first
0: look at our silverado ev lineup that's coming starting with a work truck and followed soon after by the silverado rst we will launch a work truck model in spring of 2023 offering an expected GM-estimated range of at least 400 miles on a full charge. Additional lower-range work truck models will follow, giving customers a variety of choices with different ranges and price points to meet their needs, including a base model at a very competitive starting MSRP of $39,900 U.S. dollars plus dealer freight. The Silverado EV RST 1st Edition will launch in the fall of 2023 as an exclusive, fully loaded model. At its core, the Silverado EV maintains the prowess that Silverado is known for, but takes it even further. It can tow, haul, carry, and do it all with incredible performance and dependability, both on and off-road, with no tailpipe emissions. Just as we saw with the Cadillac Lyric and the GMC Hummer EV pickup and SUV, we expect a lot of early interest in this truck. So starting today, you can place your reservation for the Silverado EV at Chevrolet.com. But that's just the beginning. As you would expect from Chevrolet, we will offer additional variants and models after initial launch we're excited to give you a sneak peek at the future Silverado EV Trail Boss model, which taps into our strong foundation of capable factory-lifted trucks. So for those customers who want something even more rugged and off-road capable, we have you covered. Today, our network of valued Chevrolet dealers sell to a wide range of customers at virtually every price point and in every segment. With an established full-line brand like Chevy, We can be in multiple segments, and with the volume, models, and the value customers all over the world have come to expect from Chevrolet. As our most popular vehicle brand, Chevy will be front and center in our mission to provide EVs for everyone. We're at the tipping point of electrification, and we are expecting this to be a massive year for Chevrolet's EV future. Very soon, we will also reveal the Equinox EV SUV, Actually, I'm giving you a sneak peek right now. The Equinox EV will be available next year, starting at an estimated MSRP of around $30,000 in the U.S. We will also debut the Blazer EV SUV later this year, priced right with a high level of refinement and options. The Blazer EV will also be available in 2023. These SUVs will have high appeal with both retail and fleet customers ready to embrace an EV future, further expanding the breadth of our Altium platform. When you look at the Chevrolet EV portfolio arriving over the coming years, including entries in the industry's top two largest and fastest growing segments, no other full-line and full-size truck brand today can match the purpose-built EV portfolio of Chevrolet.
3: All right. I realize that that was pretty long, and I apologize about that. But I I found that when you do these presentations or you cover these presentations, if you talk over them or you interrupt the presentation a lot, I think it takes away from what the company's trying to say, and it interjects what I want you to get out of it, and I, I want you to get your have your own opinions, and then you know maybe some of you will filter those opinions back to me, um, and that way we can have a discussion. So I'm just going to go over the Silverado real quick. First, it looks great. It looks a bit like a Cadillac pickup. The front is more muted or or softer uh, than the ICE versions of this, the uh, Chevy pickups or even the the Cadillac pickup. I'm skeptical on the 400-mile range, and they did mention that not all of the vehicles will have a 400-mile range. I'm just skeptical that maybe their top end will. I don't know about their work trucks. And we're still uh, a ways away from actual production and delivery. And maybe during that time, um, you know, they're able to achieve the 400 mile range. But in, in just covering things other than like Lucid, I think they're the only ones to over deliver on the range that they promised early on. And then everybody else is under delivered. So I would imagine that the range is still going to be pretty good but I would be surprised to see it at 400. Maybe not at the top end, but that work truck, I don't know if that's going to actually see 400. But still, if they're able to do it, that'd be awesome. Uh, the battery pack being part of the, the structure of the vehicle is much like what Tesla is doing with the Cybertruck and other companies are doing it as well, not just Tesla. I think Rivian did that as well. I think that's good. Uh, bi-directional charging, not only from your vehicle to your house, but your vehicle to another vehicle, I think is great. I think that's important to have. I love the mid gate. So if you don't know what this is, is uh the back of the truck is like the bed is like five foot nine, but you could fold down the walls that are behind the back seats. It's a, it's a four door pickup truck. So you can fold those down and you can fold one side down or the other or both. And it gives you a little bit more room like if you are hauling lumber for instance or they, they had uh kayaks in the vehicle that gives you a little bit more space so I think that's that's nice. I really love how big the frunk is. They called it an e-trunk or something like that. But I, I love how big that front trunk is. It's really hard to tell but it might be bigger than Ford's uh front trunk. We're just gonna call it a frunk. Uh, I don't want to be weird about it. Uh let's see here. So the gate, the front trunk. I love the their accessories. Like the Ford F one hundred and fifty, you can add a lot of accessories too. But the during the presentation, the visuals that they showed during the uh, accessories portion, you can really uh, customize this thing. And I actually think this would be a good vehicle, at, like as a like this would be a good fire department vehicle for the battalion chief, like. We, the battalion chiefs drive around in these pickup trucks. And if you don't know what a battalion chief is, is the, if you go to an emergency scene, usually the first person who will like be in control of that scene is a captain on an engine. But eventually a battalion chief will come in and run the scene from their pickup truck. So if you ever drive around and you see BC whatever, that's a battalion chief and they're in charge of a bunch of engine companies and ladder companies in a city. So anyway. Having said that um they usually have like a tray in the bed of the uh, in the bed of the pickup truck they also will typically have you know some other custom type of uh d- depending on what the city needs they'll have some other customization done and that's usually done by a like a cust- uh, like a fabricator so it would be really cool if you could order a vehicle directly from Chevy with a bunch of this stuff already set up so you don't have to take it to that fabricator you'll still have to take it. To somebody for the lights, the sirens, the chargers, and the radios and stuff like that, but you wouldn't have to necessarily uh, pay the a bunch extra because these fabricators charge a lot of money and they should they do a good job. But you wouldn't have to pay a bunch of money to the fabricator uh, to get your truck customized the way you want it. And then the Trail Boss, uh, which is the off road version of the Silverado, I think in some departments would be very handy because you know more rural departments are. Uh, like Sedona, for instance, I have a friend who works with Sedona Fire Department. And a lot of their calls are in the, the rural areas where people are hiking and they get in trouble because they didn't bring enough water or whatever. So I think the trail boss would actually be good for that kind of thing as well. All right, let's talk about the interior. The interior looks okay. The instrument cluster and the infotainment system is big, but it looks like something you would find in a Chevy truck. It's not like super exciting and beautiful, but it's not ugly. I really like the the HUD, the heads up display too. So that was cool. Overall, this was a really good presentation. So congratulations to the team at Chevy because there was a lot of thought and work put into this vehicle. And hopefully when it's released, it uh, lives up to the hype. One of the other things that I wanted to mention is that Chevy is going to release the Equinox also in 2023. They haven't you know, they gave us a little teaser picture of it and it looks like it's Chevy Equinox. It doesn't look anything like anything special. Like I'm not, I'm just going to, I have a bias on, uh, not against Chevy, but I have a bias towards Chevy because I don't think any of their vehicles spark any sort of excitement. I, their vehicles are fine for what they are, but that's about it. Like the Chevy Corvette, I think looks really nice, but beyond that, their vehicles are just, you they're just there. They fill space, they do a job, but they're to me, they're not anything that that sparks any sort of joy or excitement. They're just a vehicle for you to drive around. And I have friends who who love Chevy, so uh they have different opinions. But for me, like it's just not an exciting car company right now. However, it looks like they're changing some things. But the Equinox at thirty thousand dollars, I really hope that one, that price is true, and two, the vehicle is compelling because I think that would be great. Uh, Later on in the presentation, they talked about their self-driving efforts, which is called Super Cruise. I didn't include it because it was basically a marketing video. They mentioned hands-free autonomous driving a lot. I will say the proof is in the pudding. Like I truly hope you have the most advanced autonomous driving system out there. I doubt that you do. Um, but I, I hope you do. Cause that'd be amazing. If you could beat Tesla, that'd be awesome because that would make Tesla step up their game and VW and Ford and all these other companies. So I want the competition. Uh, however, I I'm skeptical. All right, everyone, that is it for me. I'm sure tomorrow's show will be much shorter than this, but you know, when Chevy announces their new EV pickup truck, you got, you got to cover it for sure. All right. If you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital. And yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed it. If you have thoughts, hit me up. I'd love to hear them. And I will talk to you tomorrow.